Hola, hola, what's going on, GNGs? It's your boy Trek, and this is Trek and Cryptos to Connect, the everyday people segment. And today I have the opportunity to talk with Crypto Carter, and this young man right here really has some pretty strong convictions and some really big ideas. And in advance, I want to apologize for the sound because where he was, it was really windy, but it's still a good conversation nonetheless, GNGs. So stay tuned and enjoy. Hey, what's going on, G&Gs? Welcome back for another episode of Trek and Cryptos to Connect. I am Trek, and here we are for another episode. And today, I have the opportunity to interview, I'm going to say a young man right here. Um, just on the end of, I figure I'm the senior in this conversation right now. But he's definitely uh, looking to take the, the the current situation of the political climate, as well as just like other things going on local to him and seeing how blockchain could, or a blockchain based solution could be applied to what's going on in his space. And I'm gonna give you the the Twitter handle, but this is Crypto Cardiff. If you would give us a little introduction of yourself and you know, let us know like what what was that aha moment for you to say this crypto blockchain thing kind of makes sense. Oh yeah, good. So um, I got a degree in finance okay. in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, and I got into film acting during college. And when I was uh, senior year, I got picked up by an agency and a management team out in New York. And they brought me out to New York. So I started doing a bunch of big film acting gigs um, out in the Big Apple. And I started waking up. I started seeing two big systemic issues one people are slaves to money people are slaves to u.s dollars and there are homeless people on the street during the winter who die because they do not have u.s dollars to afford shelter and they die right next to an all-around shelter it just it drove me nuts you know it's, it's like this is this and suits walk by them all day yeah you know, sleeping out of cardboard boxes with their starving dogs okay so i realized that People are monetary slavery uh, is modern day slavery, and the other corruption was that the entertainment industry is corrupt. It's controlled by people who uh, want to have power over the artists, and you need to uh, you need to bow down to the will of the higher elites in order to get a raise. And that's kind of a uh, that's that's constant throughout anything that is that has a lot of power. We're talking politics, uh, military, police, uh, the entertainment industry, uh, you know, you name it. Uh, there's, there's really a lot of negative evil energy involved with the fiat currency system that we have today. And so uh, I left New York, maxed out credit cards, well, applied for a bunch of credit cards, and then got out of New York, uh, canceled the contract, and was gonna do everything independent. And during that time, I was looking for the solution to this corrupt system. And that's where I found Bitcoin at $420. Wow, okay. So I started maxing out credit cards, put it into Bitcoin, paid down my girlfriend's credit card debt so that she could get a better credit score. Then she applied for credit and she got tens of thousands just like me. And we all got tens of thousands, 0% APR. And we poured it into Bitcoin. Then we went into Ethereum. And basically, we're living like gypsies for a year uh, while the crypto markets were kind of slowly going up, right? But not enough to 
Gotcha. And, yeah, and then 2017 hit, and then we started going and pouring the the gains that we had into business ventures. So I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. But that's, I mean, entrepreneur at heart, and um, wanted to get all into crypto because I see it as the decentralized money the government can't control, and the government's evil and corrupt right alongside their central bankers. And that this limited, decentralized, superior, virtual monetary system is the future, and everyone is going to adopt it by, you know, I don't know, 2030. Yeah. Um, so, like, just once again, I always try to point this out, GNGs, to you guys that these all walks of life that come that that compose the the crypto community. You know, it's not about whether you have some high-end degree behind your name or you came from, like, you know, the silver spoon and that whole thing or you're, like, some super smart technical genius like uh, Vitalik. Like, it's all types of people that are going to make the mass adoption of this thing happen. And we all have our aha moments in different ways um, for what's going on around us, you know, and what, what we see as as applicable for the the technology and cardiff is just another example in the story like i've i've done enough of these interviews now and i've been moving around enough between different events in different cities and states and stuff and i'm always amazed at the stories people have for how they got in or what their aha moment was and it's like once it the light bulb goes on and like they really get it, it's just like, okay, boom, like this is what it is, I, I get it from now on. They might not be able to jump in like, you know, um, two feet head first like I did as far as I'm going to totally shift my whole career field and do this thing. Uh, but nonetheless, that awareness is still there and that way of trying to figure out how to incorporate this new technology into the more everyday thing at the ground level it happens like in ways you wouldn't believe and i i really commend you on on your way of how you came about uh seeing this as a i can do something with this that can help for a greater good outside of just quote be rich and make money right yeah the the evilness uh really it's, it's a battle between good and evil and decentralizing power is is good no, no matter what because eventually good people more good people get power of things that only evil people have had a central power over for now decades. Definitely, definitely. Uh, okay, so you go from um, Utah to New York and then you end up in Vegas. And so now in Vegas, we where you're at at that point in time, you know, price is moving up and everything and everybody's kind of happy because, oh, you know, I had Bitcoin since then it's making this much, but what now are you looking at, or not now now, but at the time, uh, where were you going as far as like, what can I do with this to help or fix what's going on around me? So I was trying to tell every single person. Okay, so during that time, when I left New York, um, lived out the back of a truck and traveled the Midwest, went from Nevada, Utah, and New Mexico and California for like a year. And, you know, living off of the fruit of Utah and, you know, staying with my dad in Vegas. And, um, Jackie's donating her eggs in California and 
also her family out in New Mexico. And I was just trying to tell everyone I could. Like, this is decentralized money the government can't control. Max your credit cards out and go all in into crypto. Right now, do it. <laughs> you know, uh -huh. it's only a grand. Bitcoin is only $1,000. Look, when I saw Ethereum, it was $1.42. That's when I made my first investment. We were watching it from 86 cents. And I said, Jackie, if we put 10 grand into Ethereum, when it was 86 cents and it goes to $8.60, we turned 10 grand into 100 grand. <laughs> and she's nice. like, all right, let's max out our credit cards and go all in. <laughs> so <laughs> so we got the Cash App and the Venmo app. We started liquidating our credit cards. 0% APR, so there's no interest on that, on that debt for the first year. And so that's where it was like the excitement was in. But, um, but you know, I, I, was just, I was just trying to tell everyone. And I was smoking weed and I was living out the back of a truck trying to tell everyone that they'd get rich if they maxed out their credit cards and bought Bitcoin. <laughs> so, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Naturally, no one listened. My mother ousted me. You know, no one took action. People, at the very least, just thought it was interesting. And Actually, I did get one person. Eventually, they got into Steam. And, you know, it, it did well. You know, they, they got it at like 24 cents. And, you know, it's, it's always been up since so well actually it went down to like seven cents but then it went up to like seven bucks <laughs> you know it's all about right. and buying low um but it's about financial education and there's no better place to get a financial education than robert kiyosaki his game uh cash flow which is on for free you can play it online uh, richdad.com and it just teaches you you know buy stocks when they're a dollar and sell them when they're 40 bucks and and then buy passive income opportunities so that you know you you never have to work another day in your life. You, you just, you have assets that produce passive income, which means the net profit goes into your pocket and you don't have to do a lick of work. <laughs> there so, you go. Yeah. So what I was going to say, um, on that one then, so the, like one of the things that we talked about earlier on in the space, as far as cryptos is like the whole, you know, financial education or financial literacy wasn't something that we necessarily argued about back then in like the 2013, 2011. It was more so, hey, here's this thing that's outside of the government. And if you get in now, like eventually it's going to make sense as far as it's going to be worth something. But yeah. that that education part as far as like financial management I don't think we really argued that point like that back in the beginning. Like we, we were just more so like trying to tell everyone in the world, like, get on this, get on this, get on this. But we didn't necessarily have something to show for it. It was and a new currency. I mean, I only joined 2015 into 2016, but, and, and then my education went right to financial education, learning from Mike Maloney and Robert Kiyosaki, and then also listening to Peter Schiff and Jeff Berwick. Uh, but the, the financial literacy is only developing because now there's reasons to get more into depth. You know, blockchain is now going to encompass everything financial, everything accounting, everything mm -hmm. tracking. So, you know, Steam really, you know, brought in a lot of great conversational topics because it's like you could lock a liquid asset into a hard asset, earn proof of stake, and that proof of stake will has, you know, that in inflation is going to be delegated to the hard asset token holders and the content creators and the witnesses and then we're getting into like populace where now and karma and veritasium and and lend and and i don't know salt you know all these like you have a token and you can lend it out and then you get your token back plus interest and so okay. now <laughs> so speaking on that one i remember when i first heard about reggie middleton's um thing with veritasium and I would tell people about that. 
and everybody was just kind of like, eh, I don't know, that doesn't sound too, too kosher. Are you like, how does that work? And then when I would try to explain it to them, it'd just be like, uh, that sounds complicated. Uh, that doesn't really, that's not really gonna work. And I'm just like, but what the banks do with you now is way more complicated and only screws you over in the long run, but you still mess with that. like. But, okay, it's all about conceptualization. So you, you yes. understand the concept and you need, and, and there's the risk. It's like you can understand a concept and a few things could happen. Either you're wrong in understanding it or it doesn't actually come to fruition. Like, oh, it's a good idea, but, you know, they ran out of money and they just, you know, or they took the money and ran, right? Like um, Arcade, I think, was the one where that was going to fight Uber and then they just they took the money and ran. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So, but there's, there's right. risk, right? So the visionary not only has to, to conceptualize the idea, but they also have to like, be correct in the team and the organization that is building it and, and know that they're capable of actually creating it. So, you know, and that's, and, and then the other, the other side of that coin is like, you can tell people, but A, they won't understand it or B, they won't trust it and see they won't trust you. <laughs> so it's- there, There's that too. I, I, I've definitely noted that like, what gets me now, what I find more frustrating is getting past that mental barrier hump of distrust that people have where it's like, well, I don't trust the government system, but I know that there's a whole infrastructure and everything that works with this as opposed to what you're telling me, I don't understand it and I don't know any of those people. And then I can't have recourse against anyone in like particularly. And it's like, yeah, but that's why you have this thing called the, the Bitcoin protocol and like there's, there's rules, like there's actually yeah. a structure. They have to go learn about it. They have to trust yeah. it and they gotta go work. You know, they gotta go earn the US dollars, you know, at the end of the day. So. They're, they're still in that system. They're still, you know, in the matrix, you know, connected, you know, to the back of the head and wired to the machine, given their lifeblood energy to the financial banks, right? The central banks. And, and they don't understand. They haven't woken up to, my God, my working for this minimum wage in US dollars is like not getting me anywhere. I'm just in a rat race. And all that energy is going into the evil, corrupt financial machine. You know, <laughs> this is the great awakening. It's the momentum. It's getting more and more people. So once this next wave hits, once this next crypto wave, because on the back of this crypto wave is also going to be innovation. Platforms are, like Populous is just boasting about all these things that it's releasing. Like we're, we're just moving forward and moving forward and another success under our belt eventually when the price rises with all these cryptos there's going to be like i no longer need to ever use unit us dollars ever again because now i use you know this card that loan service you know this yes. thing, and i'm done i'm out i'm free <laughs> and and then people are going to be like well, oh, oh you could do that and, and then they'll watch the youtube video and they'll see how it's all done and then they will then leave themselves and thus the herd will leave the gate true i i feel like <laughs> I feel like, like generally speaking, the people who aren't like on the, I have the in inquisitive nature side outside of those people, when it comes to trying to tell people about this, uh, it's like, like, like my kids, like I put my kids on to the whole crypto thing, like 
three, four years ago. Like, oh, hey, here's wow. a Bitcoin ATM. Here's what, you know, a paper wallet looks like. This is what the mobile thing looks like. And like, I showed them how this thing works. And granted, I couldn't explain all of the technical wow. back inside to them because at that point, it was just like, all right, dad, whatever, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> But it's like, listen, give me an allowance and let me go back on my day. I, I got, I got friends I got to talk to. Right. And so then like, I remember when my, my son came to me and was like, yeah, so can I get some money? Cause I want to <laughs> buy some crypto. And this is like years later. And I'm like, hold on. So what what you want to do? So he starts telling me about how his friend is trading in school and he's at high school at this point. <laughs> so it was like, wait a minute. I was telling you about this same thing. And now because, oh, your friend, your friend is into it. it. But at the same time, it, it's about knowledge being repeated. You can't yes. just expect the first time. And this was the big wake up call for, that was a big learning lesson for me is like, you can't just tell someone that Bitcoin and crypto is fantastic and, and tell them everything and just get it through, like make a solid argument and then still win them over. Like some people, they just, it's just like that knowledge needs to sink into their soul. You know, it just needs to like repeat it, repeat it from that person, repeat it from that person. Now it's cool. Now I want to be part of the cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. That, I, that and I find like um, one of the things I'm doing for my local neighborhood is I'm looking to talk to the senior citizen centers and not necessarily, not, not from a standpoint of like, hey, here's this investment, you should get into it, grandpa. But hey, if you're 67 right now and you live for another 10 to 15 or 20 years, like cryptocurrencies is going to be something you deal with. Your generation as a baby boomer and the silent generation brought in, you know, fiat uh, separated from gold at the back end. You brought in plastic money in regards to credit cards. And you've seen these transitions uh, of the financial um, institutions as far as what we're using in the everyday. So, like, be aware of that. This is the next thing. And if you're around for at least another decade, like, you're going to see this more in your face. And I'm not trying to tell people what they should put their money in or any of that kind of stuff. It's just more so about, I feel that we don't, generally speaking in the space, we aren't taking into consideration the more mature citizens of, this, of, the, the, of, like, of the population in that we're just talking about, let's streamline it, let's streamline it, let's you know grandma-proof it, but we're not talking to grandma to be like, hey, grandma, how would you use this if you had it outside of even like the whole financial investment part of it? Easiest, <laughs> easiest way to do it is to give someone a prepaid crypto card and just show them, you know, like here's a card in, in your name. You know, I, mm -hmm. I kind of set this up for you. So and then here's your wallet. I mean, I know you're not going to know this. You know, you print out almost like a sticker or like a you print it out on a piece of paper. If anyone sends money to this right here, then then you can spend it on this right here. And, and some people, that's that's all they're going to know. Right. It's it's a wave. Yeah, man. Like I I've definitely will say it has been an interesting thing um, process of trying to learn how to connect with the different people for like where they are and then what relates to them and like how they can actually find something relevant or relatable in this whole technology. And for some people it's definitely been easier and then other people 
it's been a little bit more of a challenge. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the wave. It, you know, there's early adopters, there's institutional adopters, then there's the mainstream, and then there's the, um, the, late, the late adopters. So it, it's just, it's more about uh, being pulled than having to push. And mm. to do that, you create your inbound funnels. And essentially, it's like you set up your, your text, you got your video, and you push it out you know, onto your, your social, maybe advertisement, maybe, you know, uh, influencers getting, an, but it's all about creating that thing that when someone sees it and they're running towards you, that, that you just, you open the gate and you let them go right through to the next step. So the inbound funnels allow for those who want to find it to go on autopilot. And that's, hmm. that's really, that's really like, that's really where it's at. You know, this is stuff I'm just barely getting, getting mastery of, not mastery of, <laughs> competency of, and, and working with people who understand it very well. Um, and then applying it to whatever it is that you want to sell or stream or um, do. It's, you know, you make it so that people come to you and that they can easily get what they want because of what you're providing. Then trying to say, here, grandma, you know, take this and use it. It's going to change your life. <laughs> They'll be like, no. So, I, I will say like, you're the first person I've heard to actually like phrase it that way about inbound funnel. And then like being able to have people have like an autopilot on, on getting to what they need. I will definitely have to like mold that one over more about what I'm trying to do. Yeah, uh, man. Hey, and then we can follow up on phone calls about getting the right team and organizational structure in place. Because once you've got like your operations director and your marketing director and your content. All right, GNGs, you know what time it is. You gotta pay the bills as they say. So today's sponsor for this episode is TrekSmart Consulting, where they take cryptocurrency and blockchain technology and put content into context. Case in point, do you understand what the difference is between a JP Morgan coin and a actual hard asset crypto coin like Bitcoin? If you have no idea what I'm talking about or why is it the statement the devil's in the detail totally applies to the JP Morgan situation, um, maybe you should reach out to TrekSmartConsulting.com and have a 30-minute free conversation to get a better understanding of what's really going on in the space when you see things like that in the media. And so, G&G's back to the um, full conversation. Enjoy. Writer, then and your your like your SEO and and the you know the, the 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 person who can release all the blogs then you become then you become chief you know and and all this this whole team is working for you and you you're developing something incredible and it becomes easy it becomes powerful it becomes big and that's something we're all going to have to get into cuz this is a currency war now <laughs> it's a real okay. currency war yeah yeah all right so um going forward a little bit like what are you working on now okay so how's how is it by the way does this sound better a little better right, yeah the, the wind is something else out there i see california wind like it wasn't like this yesterday year, day before last week i mean I, I don't know where this came from i'd like to 
find a better spot, but I, I don't see any within within distance. So working on right now, it's a couple different things. Main focus is a political campaign. I don't know if anyone's aware of uh, Bundy Ranch or Bunkerville or Malheur Wildlife Refuge, but there is a freedom fighter, a constitutional libertarian who is running for governor of Nevada as a no party affiliate. And he's running against the establishment in Nevada. And I know that the, you know, Sin City, I mean, this place is cor like, cor not this place, Cal well, California is also like liberal, but um, the Nevada, it, it's, it's Sin City, man. It, it's corrupt. It's, it's really bad. And so I had a personal experience where it's like, I called the police, got put on hold, heard some, some eerie, like, like sound from 911 as they put me on hold that, and then, and then they just let, let the call go. Like, you know, they, they said, all right, well, if you got some, let us know. And I said, you know, you, you should, if you come down right here and now, you could see if that guy's a pedophile just by talking to the girl. Cause I've never seen it before. And you know what I mean? And they're just like, okay, guy, goodbye. And I was just like, you guys, you guys, the whole system, the whole system. So, so that's where, um, I started looking for governors and I found Ryan Bundy and the way I see it is, you know, governance is a big topic in crypto, but applying it requires us to work with the current system. And that would mean getting a good guy elected and then replacing some of the bad actors in government and then implementing a lot of things. I mean, whether it's voting or it's, um, well, and then mobile voting, mobile voting with blockchain backing it is like a, a like a, like a, like a, like a just a, a gold mine in terms of Wait, humanity so, benefiting here, here's a question so then are you for the whole um the the digital id movement that's like kind of people are approaching it from different sectors or within the the blockchain space so is that like a thing that you see is also being a part of the necessity in order to get to a more um accurate you know voting yeah. picture i mean if you want to vote and it's more convenient just to like have an id that connects you to a live voting stream that, you know, it doesn't have to be hard votes live, but it could be soft votes live and introduce new ideas. And then on election day, you know, you just, you click the button on your phone and you voted. <laughs> so that is, it, it's just, it's essential, you know, getting your vote heard without having to, you know, like go to a voting booth. And also getting that information beforehand. So it's not like, oh, I saw a sign on the road, so I'm going to vote for him. <laughs> Wait, okay, but here's what I'm saying, though. Like, then that brings us to a whole other part is for, like, how is the okay. information as far as what to vote on streamed out to people? But as far as, like, the mobile voting part works, you still have to work out that whole um, identification verification part. So is that, yeah. like... A the way I see it is you walk into like a DMV or like a, you know, the county office and you're like, here's my identification and it's my picture and here's my phone. So connect us. And they say, okay. Okay. Right. You have to register to vote. You got to go to the DMV. You got to do all those things anyway. Might as well just implement, you know, the government recognizes your phone number. We, they have a database of everyone's phone number anyway, as long as, you know, it's a smartphone, it's, it should be a no brainer. It's like, yeah, that's, that's the phone. And, like so, all of them do the same thing. They all give up your info. Text message, voicemails, website um, trails, Verizon, T-Mobile, Sprint. The Nevada state government gave us a list of 1.6 million numbers and about 500,000 of them have registered as please do not call. And the government still gave it to us. 
to call. <laughs> it's like, what, like sell out, yeah. how incompetent, how pathetic, how could you not create a simple automation to remove those numbers from being called by political candidates? So we're not going to call him because, you know, we're ethical and whatnot, but, but still, it's just how incompetent is the government? You could have made the list, edited in here. Here you go. But, not with, yeah, without I, a single person involved. It's all on autopilot. Pretty much. That is so, so true. So the identification, that's, that's kind of, that's, you know, that's where I see it going. It's just like, you know, it's, it's not as complicated as people think it is. It's just, just, you know, a governor who could just give the order to implement it. Uh, but that's just, that's just one thing. I mean, right, that's just political. That's just like, I got pulled into it. My heart was drawn. Like I saw this guy and he needed my help. And so I went and I put everything into it and it's, you know, it's, it's moving. It's, it's got traction and it's, it's like, it's almost built to like the system. The systems are really where it's at. Cause once the systems are in place and the marketing gets put into place, like we could see a massive, big change in the next three weeks where like, it just makes big, big news, you know? Cause if the outsider beat the establishment and it's not hard mm -hmm. to do, man, not hard to do because only 10%, no, only 19% of the entire state votes. Wow. Yeah. Really? And it was a 23% decline in voter turnout from 2010 to 2014. So it went from like 600 something thousand down to 500 something thousand total votes. And then to get the governor elected, the lowest ever percentage, and, and the decline has been going down, the lowest ever percentage is 11% of the entire population voting for one person gets them elected. Wow. So today we're so, 300 to 30,000. On your point about like if you can have the um, incumbent be, um, you know, voted out by the new person as far as like no, the no incumbent, out. no incumbent because the incumbent already served his second term. So it's a oh. new, new governors this year. Okay. That, 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 Weasel, that rat Sislak and Bundy the Saint. <laughs> uh, okay. And, and two that, others, but they're not serious. That's definitely been happening around in different um, elections across the country where like the person who's been in for the while, a while or at least, you yeah, know, not necessarily. They have, they, they could just keep going and going and going. And, and it's different laws for different people in the executive branch and the legislative branch and the, the judges. Like it's, to be honest, to be fair, to be, I mean, it should, there should be term limits on every single person in government. That includes the secretary. Because the government is not a place where people should get career jobs. There should not be like your retirement because you worked a secretary, you know, or a, or a senator for, for decades, right? It's just not fair. There's change. The government is supposed to constantly churn people out so that the people can get into government to influence it, to get their voice heard, and, and then get out and let the next person have their say. And that's the point. That, that, that's, that's, the, that's the vision. That's, that's why, you know, Washington only had two terms. That's why the president only has two terms of the country. But, but every, single, every single person within government should have these term limits. And man, if slash when I'm governor, no one is going to be in office, at least, at least like anyone who's working for me. Like if you've been working 10 years in government, you're fired. No question about it because it's time to get someone else in. <laughs> okay. I'm going <laughs> to say this now. I, this is going to be on a podcast. And if you run down that road as far as politics is concerned, I will almost guarantee someone is going to find it and be like, you know, he said 
he's gonna and I don't know how they're gonna spin and it. I will stand by it that oh of course they'll spin it, it depends on how how much mainstream media is still intact because the point you know the, the trends that we're going in now CNN will be decimated within the next couple of years and so will all the mainstream media because cable will be decimated in the next couple of years and so that leaves room for internet and and blockchain blockchain is you know decentralizing all the power therefore media like if you want to get into media just get into it you know like start figuring out how to build a little media business and then and then and then you know start looking for others and what you need because media is about to decentralize media is about to get to the place where it's like yeah you know i got 20 people i listen to and you know edge you know it's like education system and economics and politics and they're all different but i listen to them and you know then i've got referrals from all these other people so you know what i mean it's just it's, it's about building this network of, of trust and 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 there's so many people to listen to but then we're going to have like just so many people with their voice to be heard because there's going to be so many things to talk about and so many places and so many topics it's just decentralization is going to be just almost like chaos and people who are so used to simple and straight like not straightforward but uh simple and um you know like a, a small and short list of of things they're gonna they're gonna probably just enter a coma <laughs> like on the couch just go uh, you okay. know my my cnn is gone i i don't know what to do with the world <laughs> oh man when when cnn either makes a very hard shift or just totally kaputs people no they're getting their money from the the central bank so when when, the, when hyperinflation hits cnn will have no more funding therefore everyone will quit their jobs because when, when everyone realizes that the jobs that they're getting paid are, are going to be continue to get paid in u.s dollars and that the u.s dollars are getting worthless because when they go to the store eggs went from five to six and then six to eight and then eight to 14, just like Venezuela, it's going to be, well, and then probably Trump's going to issue a gold back currency. So um, it's going to be like, you know, I, I want the gold currency because that's like, that's like, you know, the price isn't moving <laughs> and I'm getting paid seven bucks an hour. And now, you know, a Coca-Cola, the $1 is only this big and $7 is, is, is my regular cup nowadays. So I, yeah, yeah. Broke. Like I, I can definitely talk with you more on the on the politics side of stuff because yeah, I let's have go to some something else. Questions Spin and the wheel. What's next? Um, but time wise is is the limit here. Um, so okay, so for where you are in the space, what you've seen, what you're seeing, are there any kind of predictions you have about how the space will mature, grow forward, whether it be on the you know politics, business, um, side of it? What are you um, everything will be replaced monetarily everything will be replaced by crypto uh systemically everything will be play will be replaced by blockchain so uh you know the institutions as we know them today will become blockchain businesses um you know the, the money flow is not going to be stopped you know that means that everyone is going to have the ability there's going to be there's going to be there's going to be two things one massive enlightenment and improvement in the systems that we have and also chaos people who just don't get it like if, if you're not keeping up intellectually you're gonna get left behind and you're gonna fall for scams and then you're gonna be you know like begging for welfare and there, there'll be welfare you know there'll be automated systems of you know currency set up they'll be cheap though no one's gonna want to buy them <laughs> you know but it's it's just it's just 
it's just all our dreams, all our intentions, all, all our capabilities are going to start becoming easier and, and, and true. And so all the things that we want, oh, man, I'm like holding down this <laughs> umbrella. I, I see the future being, you know, people are decentralizing. People are leaving the city. People are going back to farmland because they're got to tell the farmers not to, you know, do the U.S. dollars anymore. And, you know, then their mom and pops are telling them that they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to start accepting crypto, but they need their kid to, to help them get the, um, you know, get, get the payment processing in place and also the, the new debit card so they can, they can, you know, get the groceries and, and continue their business as usual. And, you know, the, the institution, the banks are going to go down, you know, the infrastructure, oh gosh, the, the brick and mortar, it, it, it's like all the banks are going to go bankrupt or they're going to try and get people into crypto. Uh, but, but anyone holding on to us and, and other fiats are, are going down and, um, we're entering sci-fi world, but, but everyone who has, who wants to get out and, you know, just see the world and travel Airbnbs and, you know, live out of, you know, just, just travel. And, and I think people are going to become more um, courageous. People are going to be mm-hmm. free. They're not going to care about what their parents are saying or the pressures of the institutional school system to get them a job because all of that is not going to be valid anymore. It's no longer worth it, anything. It's, it's, it's so argued by so many people now that they change their life. Humanity changes. The next generation, your kids, they're going to change. They're going to have a different career. And the people who never went to college are never going to need to go to college just so long as someone gives them access to the computer and teaches them the right information. And eventually we're going to have, the big thing is the, um, the web of trust, the, okay, changing like the institutional, like the um, credit score and, you know, these, these institutional metrics that are centralized by these central companies and, and governments, it's going to be mm-hmm. by, okay, I trust, you know, this platform because, you know, everyone else trusts them and therefore their, their trust score is something I trust. Therefore, I can trust this person and this person and this person to do that, that, and that because of the thing that's similar to what Amazon and eBay have now, which is that, that recommendation rating. It's just, you know, mm, okay. of, of institutions, like um, entities that do that and also people who accept that. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. So um, we're, we're getting down to the, to the wire on this one, but my last one for you is what crypto or blockchain based product or service would you that you use would you tell someone else about oh the top one is uh if if you are in the system it's coinbase get your bank account synced to coinbase and buy some crypto and get your prepaid card go to shiftpayments.com forward slash card i believe and you can order a prepaid debit card so that you pay bitcoin you hold your bank account is Coinbase. You hold your Bitcoin and other cryptos in Coinbase. And when you slide, slide your card, when you go to the store, you, you spend Bitcoin, right? But then the other big one is Ethereum. So if you go onto Chrome or Mozilla or Brave browser, and then you go to the, um, the app store, then uh, you can get 
um, MetaMask, M-E-T-A-M-A-S-K.io. And then you connect to Ethereum and, and, then, and then watch that video. If you haven't seen MetaMask.io in a long time, they have a new video and it shows you how to create your own ERC-20 token for it's like, you know, what, the cost of a transaction and it's, you make your token. And from I didn't there, even know like, they were giving that info out now. You, no I, code I necessary. Just now. No code. No code. You, you can do it. Go check it out. Like, like when we end this call, go, go, go try it. Cause it's, I'm writing it down right now. At the very least, you know, what you use your token for, right? So now it's like you, you want to start a business and, and the token is what you use or is it your artist? You're an artist and, and you know, you're only going to accept uh, your own token in exchange for your art. Therefore, people need to buy the token from you. Or is it um, your will? Oh my gosh, this is one business I, I can't wait to start. The ability to tie a contractual institutional death will contract uh, to an ERC-20 token. Therefore, every single person on the planet liquidates, liquefies their will, their, the equity in their, in their assets upon their death. And therefore, kids, go do your chores. No, I don't want to. Well, I'll give you five of you know, my will tokens. Oh, I'm getting paid for wow. it? Okay, I'll, I'll do that chore. Or it's, you know, like, I, I, need, I need your tractor. I'll, I'll borrow it. Okay, and, and I'll put, you know, this, this, my will tokens in escrow for you. Or I'll give you a payment here. So all of a sudden, people have something to trade. With Ethereum, with ERC-20 tokens, everyone now has something to trade. It's like giving some, you know, that, that thing that people need, which is money, and giving their, their own piece of money to it. We're decentralizing money. And so, and so creating that, that token is it's just like, or tokens, you know, what is it that you want to do? What is the business idea? And that's where, you know, I've created my own month token because I want to sell premium services to a platform that I will create. Um, and once I do, I sell those tokens retail. And then people, if they want to access my platform, it's like Bloomberg terminals meets coin market cap. And it just shows premium information. Then they, they buy the month token and then they pay back the month token. And when they pay it back, we give them a month's access to the premium content. And that's those, wow. those, are, okay. those are two ideas. You, you're dropping a, a, a ton of jewels right now, bro. I have to, like, we have to catch up and talk at another point and like yeah. do something live stream or whatever. But oh, yeah. like, that, that's, that's a lot. So let me, let me just close this one out. Oh, leave some contact information so people can reach out to you um, if you would, please. All right. Crypto Cardiff on, and it's C A R D I F F. Uh, on both t uh, Twitter and Telegram, um, and then that'll, that'll probably do it for now um, until this campaign is done and I feel comfortable spending money again. And oh, just the stuff I'm learning, putting a team in place, it's going to be on autopilot, my inbound funnels, I'll develop them myself, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's getting to the point where, where I'll be able to get everyone's contact get all their messages, reply to exactly what they want. And you know what I mean? It's, it, it's almost there, but those are the two places. If you want to talk okay. business, if you want to help, if you want to, you know, build something, get involved, uh, uh, support, learn more, whatever it is, just don't waste my time. <laughs> Got you. All right. So there you heard it, uh, folks. Uh, this guy right here, Crypto Cardiff is definitely doing some things and he's applying Crypto, well, crypto technology and blockchain technology um, 
and a basis to an everyday thing, politics. That that's a pretty big elephant right there. Um, and I think that next year we will definitely start to see more things happening in that arena. I just want to say thank you again for uh, coming on. I know we've been doing the whole, you know, Twitter tag for like a while now and just trying to set this up. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again, bro. Thanks, Trek. I appreciate it. I think you're doing a great, a great service. You're educating people. You've got, you've got a great spin. People can relate to you and, and just keep doing it, man. And let's, let's start talking about business stuff. Cause I, I, I got some ideas that could help you just build, you know, an empire of influence. Yeah, man. Thanks again. Without building the team. Yeah. All right, GNGs, there you have it. That was the conversation with Crypto um, Cardiff. Like I said, this young man right here is really inspirational, and he is definitely tackling a pretty big um, situation, but he's really smart in how he's looking to do it at the local level. And um, that's what this is all about with Trekking Crypto's Connect, talking to people who are at the ground local level and looking to make a difference um, in the everyday aspect of something that you know we all deal with we all deal with regulators we all deal with the politics and the decisions and the outcomes that they um make and so i want to say hats off to that guy again and once again i also do apologize again for the sound quality like i said it was pretty windy where he was um another thing i just want to also say is um if you are interested in being on the everyday people segment do reach out if you know somebody who is um, in the space and interested about sharing their story definitely Come on, you can DM me on Twitter, you can catch me on Instagram, you can even find me on LinkedIn. And um, when it comes to the whole, you know, call to action stuff, like I say, leave a comment, whether it be a good one or a bad one, I appreciate it nonetheless. And you could also like, you can share, you can do the hearts up, you can do the thumbs up thing, whichever one floats your boat, much appreciated to all and what you do. And G&Gs, other than that, until the next one, have a good one, y'all.